That was the AI bot version of our intro. That would be amazing. We could probably get it to do an intro for us. It would be a lot better than we do. Chris is your, wants to grind his gears right off the jump. Uh, welcome to Not For Nothing, first of all, folks. Uh, thanks for waiting late in the week for us. Uh, busy times, busy yeah. times. We got uh, fucking lives. Deal with it. We got lives. Chris, I, uh, uh, before we get into you grinding gears about AI, hot mm-hmm. take. I um, need to warm up a little bit anyway. I am... You're looking at uh, the NBA's most recent f- m- most recent hire as front of house producer. I am now say that again. I'm I'm working for the NBA. Oh, yep. I work for the NBA now, Chris. David Sterling, silver, David whatever. Sterling. I'm David. <laughs> Sterling. Ster- that's me. I'm working for David Sterling. <laughs> you could you can fuck him. Just don't put him yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, nope. I'm not Magic Johnson. I uh, I have. Uh, I'm working for the NBA 2K League, which is their video game league. Oh they, sure, yeah. But I'm. We're do the league. I'm like I'm producing the as of next week, uh, the first uh, in person uh, NBA 2K League tournament in the, a brand new facility in Washington D.C. Mm. at the Capital One Arena called District E. Uh, so all you gamers out there, all you hoopers, uh, it's your boy. Oh, it's a nightmare, but I'm, uh, I'm doing it. I work for the NBA. Uh, can you gamble on this? Do you think, can you, can you, can you, can you lay some, people always ask me that. Yes, you can. Interesting. Uh, you just have to find it's their Japanese accounts, typically Japanese gambling accounts. No one, there's just no interest in the U.S. Sure, so not yet. You, yeah. Uh, so all the gaming, like Valorant, Overwatch League, Street Fighter, it's all, all those tournaments are available to gamble on. Usually, it's like Taiwanese or Japanese gambling sites. It's where people like that would care about video games to that degree sure. would would so, gamble on it. But I got another question. You can do it. Are are people are people coming there to watch people play? <laughs> well, Chris, NBA in theory, yes. Okay. Uh, that's my job is to create the in arena fan experience. That's what I do in. That's what I do for esports. I am the in arena exper- experiential producer. So when people do come to Fancy watch title to watch to watch video game play, I mean this is what I I've, I've always done in in the esports. <laughs> So stupid. I don't fucking know. No one comes to this shit, dude. It's boring as fuck. Don't they? I feel so. I would. Boring I just... as fuck. NBA 2K is specifically very boring to watch. Like, it is. It's the, the, the thing we're trying to, we're trying to do. I hired the Brooklyn Nets in arena DJ, hmm. DJ Mill. This guy, Courtney. Yeah. He's coming down. I have been talking to him endlessly. Real, real interesting fella. Uh, so we're gonna do we're gonna do that. We're gonna have the gameplay, the broadcast team, and music playing in the venue, so people can get like a more of a like a like an in game experience. And then we've got like all these LED screens. But uh, to answer your question, no, no one comes to this. Really? Probably, I because probably get ten people. Move, there's like billions big, of people online who watch people play video games. Bigger tournaments, yeah, like bigger games, yeah, like League of Legends, like, like not this like, though. 
but 2K just is not a good fan experience. Like it just isn't. Like uh yeah. The NBA wants it to be and this is like I think this is year 3 that they're doing it. This is the first year they're doing it out of studio though, like in the public. Mm. And uh hmm. Yeah. Uh do you have do you, is there like a is there like a um like a not a DJ but like a like a host or someone who's like Yeah, we've got broadcasters. They you know, we've got a caster desk, the whole thing. It's all no, set you know, up. No, like you know how like Ali Love is the yep. is the sort of like the we, we have intermission that. person where she's just sort of walking around the court, she's talking, she's she's kind of hosting like the little we interactive do. activities that are in between the game, you know, kind of stuff like she would be probably incredible at something like we that. Do, kind of we do like, we do have that. Yep. That it all exists. Anything that happens in a game at, yeah. at a live tournament happens like, we like the dudes that used to do it like rucker park where they were on the microphone they were just sort of like talking well there's those are the broadcasters and or whatever yeah those are the broadcasters and then the other person you're talking about is the host okay and we have two hosts we have a host that does it in broadcast so that for the people at home mm-hmm. and then we have on a host that does, yeah and then we have a host that does it uh in the in arena that talks to people they're like gotcha. hey who's your favorite player and you know and we do, we, do like, we have like sign making stations so people can like hold up signs for their favorite players. We've oh, got little things that we do. I mean, it's a brand new venue. We will be the first event cool. in this space. Yeah. Well, how big is it? Um, well, it's a restaurant on one side. I think it's got like 30 tables. And then the, the event space itself is only 250 people because it's more for it's like it's a broadcast studio but it's also like got seating and stuff um so we've done i mean we've done tournaments in much larger arenas for bigger games but for this uh pretty small we'll be lucky to get 10 people in there great it's just boring (laughs) yeah i can't imagine why i mean i can't imagine watching i like video games i just can't imagine watching someone else watch you you know playing video games i used i mean when when i was a kid mario was on on the come up and you would like watch, like to wait your turn. Like yeah, of course. Or if you watch like somebody who's like really good. Sure, like, I was a little, bit, but not like this. I don't think. Like I, no, we no, used no, college. No. Like I used to, we used to play Madden, but I would always like not play, and I would just sort of sit there, and I would, I would actually call the game. Oh my god, dude, stop! And I would, yeah, but it was kind of like fun and stupid, and like I wasn't taking it seriously and stuff. It was just kind of like talking shit and making fun of everybody. Um, you would have had a future. That's like basically what these these. Like the these yeah. these poor bastards that have to that have to do this like the broadcast team like they have to they have to, there's so much just yammering that has to happen on yeah. all these games. I don't know if you've ever listened to a video game broadcast like a tournament broadcast. They're talking nonstop and they're long. Oh my god, they're long because they just don't have like a like people bitch about baseball video games. That's the longest. They're the long like go well into the night and go to like two in the morning i did a 2k tournament chris in la that by the end by the finals there was no one there <laughs> we had robert ori there we had all these like celebs all this stuff it. no one was there it was just empty it was, a, it was brutal yeah anyway whatever anyway. we can stop it there but yeah that's it that's that's the, that's what i've been up to i'm i work for the nba look at me me and Michael right. Jordan. Yeah, look at you aligned. Yeah. Um. So we got a AI is the thing you're mad about. We should talk about it because I think. Uh, I mean, I've always loved Allen Iverson, but if you're like not a, not if you don't like him, well, I'd love to hear your take. <laughs> What's the problem? I just like so. 
I, I can't believe you don't know about this. It's just deep fake stuff, right? That's what you're bitching about. No, right no, no, no. So there, there's the the website itself is is I believe it's called Chat GPT. Mm-hmm. Steal, um, yeah. steal my identity, GPT. <laughs> so basically, it's it's an it's an AI based website. Um, and you you just it you just type in like whatever you want to sort of like talk about or ask it a questions or like tell them to write a paper on you know the fucking economy right now or something mm-hmm. right like you can basically do whatever it is and it's it's ai so it like it'll it'll produce like if you tell it to produce like a, a, a 30 page you know doc- document or or some sort of term paper or whatever it'll do it or it'll attempt to do it and if like you can ask it whatever the fuck you want to ask it Right. Okay. And this is sort of the wave now, the new wave and the whole thing. It's just sort of blown up in the last month or two, I feel like. Is this for papers? No, it's for anything you want. It's just it's artificial intelligence, but it's a website, right? And so like there's a little box and you typed in your little prompt. Yeah. You know, and you can like like the example right now it shows I just pulled it up. It just it says this is so stupid, but it's like the the example is how old is Elon Musk? Yeah. How old is he? You can ask the question and it'll it'll answer it as best as it can. But this right? is just it's all, Google. It's so all just Google? like whatever it pulls, I guess, from the internet and the information and everywhere it can find it, it'll just sort of pull together and, and create some sort of... Why is it doing this? Because it's the, it's the future, I but guess. Who's the, who's jo- whose job is it? Like, who's, whose website is it? Who's getting money? I don't know. No, I think it's someone just created this. Like, it's just... It's that's just the name of the website, source. ChatGPT. It's a self... It's an open source open source thing. So people like kids are like, I'm going to write my term paper with this. Right. It's not like a Google. It's not Google or anybody. I think some guy created it on his own. Right. And kids now the stories are like kids are, have been writing papers about it. And so, you know, some of them get away with it. Some of them don't like now there's things that they're finding that like you can filter through it and you can find certain hints and things that you can be like, Oh yeah. like AI like wrote this paper. AI is just what it is. It's good. It's good. It's here. I mean, I I hate it. It's but a, this one, this like this, I feel like this is the first time it's really in your face all of a sudden, and like it's just everybody's sort of like using it now. And what I and so what I mean by all this, and I'm fucking, it's it's already, I'm over it already. Yeah, is that everyone's overusing it and like going using it for like for for entertainment purposes or or just sort of like oh let's ask a fucking Chat GPT, you know, let's ask the AI. And I just saw this morning there was they some fucking movie critic reviewer or something asked the fucking. AI, like what they, why did like Shazam, the Shazam movie fail? Kazam, you mean? No, Shazam, Chris. What's Shazam? Shazam's a superhero movie, Chris. The one with Shaq? Is he's a genie? <laughs> no, no. Kazam? <laughs> that movie didn't fail. Shazam! It's my favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> Seriously, you don't know about me and Kazam? Anyway, Kazam was like, also the name of our Zog sports team that won the 2011 championship. Kelly well, Green, Kazam. Wow. Well, you should just you should come up with your own AI website then and name it that. Name it Kazam? Yeah. Oh, maybe I will. Get Shaq involved? Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Anyway, so this guy was like, why Shaq did, all over why did Shazam fail, Chris? Who fucking cares? It, it's a stupid movie. It's terrible. I heard on your podcast that you told me to listen to with Dana Carvey and those other guys. Uh, they were like, well, can, can AI tell a joke? Right? Wasn't that that one? Probably. It probably I don't they were know. like, probably. well, the one thing AI could never do is tell a joke. And then Jason Bateman where someone was like, actually, I, 
I think it did tell a pretty good joke. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I don't like it. I don't like, I don't like it because I don't understand it. Well, no, 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 no. It's not that at all. I don't like it because I don't like, I don't like how, like how we have all this technology that's like making us dumber. Like I just, that to me is the part like technology should be making us smarter and we're just using it to make us dumber. Like that's, and that's how we've always dealt with technology. We're like, Oh, we have a combustible engine. What will it do? Make you fat. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. You know, instead right. of like it being like an incredible invention, something that we can like build and grow and like, sure, there is an industrious part of all of this, but, but I feel not like really. As human beings, we just love to make technology make us lazier. And it's like, right. that and should be making us smarter. And all we're doing is sort of we're reinventing the technology we already have, right? Like, we're just sort of. Changing it or improving upon it, like we're not really inventing anything new, right? You know, everybody like Google and and Apple and all these people like came up with all these great ideas like twenty years ago, and everyone's just sort of resting on their laurels, right? And that's just sort of the nature of phones. Like the iPhone hasn't been good in a long. Like there's just there's like here's the we can't do anything, right? Like here's a little tweak. Here's Here's the the three camera lenses. Yeah, it used to be like iPhone. Now is like if every new iPhone was like it's crazy big. Or it's like really tiny, and like, yeah. And they'd just be like, the screen doesn't break anymore. Like it was always these things, and now it's like, no, I don't even notice. Like I miss, yeah. I miss the days when it's blue or it's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It has an edge now. It doesn't. I was, I was, I did hear something recently. This guy was talking about, um, you know, autonomous driving, right? Sure. And it, how it much, it, how dangerous it's made riding a motorcycle especially in like los angeles like i guess a great percentage of motorcycle accidents in in la are due to autonomous drivers people that just are not because motorcycles are like just not it's just not something that a car is looking out for you know can't quite yeah and so it's just another thing and this guy was like it's just frogger out there like you really you cannot leisurely drive a motorcycle in los angeles anymore like you just can't do it i just don't understand how someone's going to do that like not drive their vehicle oh people don't want to drive are you <sighs> kidding me yeah i well i don't know. like my dad always said if i didn't want to drive i'd take the bus now there yeah. are no buses in Kalispell, montana so it's kind of a stupid comment, right but uh, but, I, but yeah i get it like it, I, his point it, is just the like if i wanted someone else to drive i would find another way i would have somebody else drive like, yeah that's what taxis are for yeah all of it yeah, I love the subway, so I don't have to drive all the fucking over the place. I don't want to drive all over the place. Oh, I do. I fucking drive everywhere. I've always been a driver. I'm just that guy. Like I, I, I never didn't have a car in New York City. I the entire time I lived, I lived there 22 years. I always had a car. Isn't that crazy? I always figured out a way to have a car. Yeah, that is kind of crazy. It's. I just love cars. I love having need. them. What? It's the last thing you need. When you live in New York. I know, but it's like a luxury. Like, I just loved having the luxury. Like, I loved that, like, I wasn't, and I fucked myself so many times, like, driving needlessly and whatever, and, like, I have crazy stories of trying to get to the airport. And I mean, You and I went to, was it, right, we were going to that wedding, and we were going to be late, and they just drove down that fucking street, and, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, with the oil truck and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I got in a fight. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of always my life. But but I but you know this is doesn't have anything to do with AI. I guess I just don't really know what I need AI for. Like the deep fake stuff kind of freaks me out. 
Yeah, like totally. I, my nephew showed me this TikTok where it's like Obama and like t- Trump and Biden all talking to each other, and it sounds pretty real, you know. But they're they're just talking about like video games and stuff, and it's like. But and then I know people complain like, what happens if like they take like my voice and make me say like I hate whatever. Yeah, to Donald Sterling. Uh, you know, Donald Sterling could have been like, that was AI. You know, like, <laughs> it wasn't me. Yeah, basically. Yeah. It was David Silver. There was some other website that they were using, like, they were they were able to, it was like videos that they were doing deep fakes or whatever. Yeah. But they, someone like bastard it or like whatever, like ruined it because they like took, basically they took a video of, or, or of, uh, what's her name? The uh, Emma Watson, the actress. Yeah. And like made her like get on her knees. Like she was going to put, perform like an oral sex on you or something oh dude that's what do you mean we're like dude that's so fucking creepy oh, it's, and weird it, it's like and they were oh, like are you so kidding they, me you definitely you're, you're they literally you're, had to they shut the website down because they were like well, well this isn't the intent we can't have this but someone's you know of course like took it to oh it exists dude it, it exists i don't know what your Pornhub searches look like but there's like emma watson doing way dirtier shit than like getting on her knees like I know, but like that's getting gang banged. Like it exists. Like, and I don't know like where it, where, where the line of decorum ends. Like I assume that you can't do like kids or grandparents or whatever, but like I could probably get a deep fake video of you. Like, you know, getting a fucking balloon stuck up your ass by the end of the day. If I like went on Reddit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure you could. I mean, I I used to do that shit and fucking Photoshop all the time for fantasy football and everyone got all butthurt about it. Yeah, that was, that's like a hack job that you know is fake. Like, like these those fit, those pictures now of, of like Trump that are like you know he was supposedly getting arrested earlier in this week, and someone made a deep fake of him, and he's like struggling with all the pleas, and he's like kicking and you know like screaming and all these stuff, and they're just like still photos. But still, I was like, someone actually thinks those are real. Yeah. Like if if you produce those enough, like people will believe that that's real. The just the, the what reality is is very distorted. Um, yeah, there is no reality anymore. I'm t- I'm producing fake f- basketball, Chris. Exactly. See, the all ties in together, yeah. man. Yeah, I'm part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am part of the problem. I didn't mean for it to happen this way. I, nobody I just does. wanted to do. You can't help it. It's just the, just, it's wa- just the way our society goes. Well, you know, for me, like I, like I, t- I think I'm. I, this might be an example of of putting your money where your mouth is, but like. I when I was given the opportunity to work in esports, I was like, "This is a great learning opportunity. I'm going to take this, so that I now know a different part of event production." And mm-hmm. it's, I wish I would have never done it. I wish I'd st- I was still like doing like you know, concerts at the seaport or whatever. But like, it's just well, so why? But that's not going to happen anymore. Yeah, it just it's uh, yeah. So you got to just move on, you know. Yeah. Um. I. Uh, you know, like what the microwave for, right? The microwave you could consider AI to a degree, right? Like you used to have to, like there was no such thing as like a, like a microwave pizza, you know, before a microwave came along. How'd you fucking make a pizza? You didn't. You went to a pizza place. Yeah. Pizza places are fine. They're still, they're still doing it, you know? It'll all work out. Sure. What's your point? I don't know. <laughs> I think that <laughs> AI's all around us. It's been around us, you know? Uh, to some degree, I guess. Yeah, a but digital, just is, a digital clock. That's AI, right? Like, to, the, my problem is like this is my problem. Sundials. God damn it! <laughs> you know? It's all fucking AI. <laughs> yeah, it's natural AI. <laughs> my my only my point and my purpose of the whole this thing is that 
is that we had this thing that everyone was sort of like excited about. They're like, oh, there's this website that you can just sort of ask it anything. Oh, and it'll right, give right, you this, right, right. It'll, however short or however long an answer you want, right? It'll just, you know, it, it's kind of cool, kind of neat. And like, I think literally within a month when I first started hearing about this, and now it's just sort of like, it's already just, it's just ruined. People just ruined it. Cause they're like, I don't want to any fucking questions about a fucking movie. I don't want to go. Like, I don't want to go on it. Like I just, for some reason, like I don't either. That's the weird thing is like, you're telling me about it. And like, I'm, I'm definitely never going to go on that, that site. I won't either. Like, I'll, I'll never ask it a question. It's like or, a Wu-Tang like, name generator, but like way too smart. Like I, just, <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Basically. Exist? Yeah. Basically. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't want to go on it. I don't know why I don't want to go on it. It seems fine, but it feels also feels like it's not fine. I don't know why. I don't know why I don't want to do it, but I'm not. You can't make me. I'm not getting. No, not, yeah, I'm not asking you to. You don't have right. to. Good. Yeah. Glad to hear it. Right. Um. All right. So AI grinds your gears. That's good. That's good to know. Um. Keep an eye on that. Because <laughs> oh. I wanted to ask you a quick personal question, then we can get into sports. We got lots of time, so that's it. But this is something that. This is in my notes from a while back, but uh, think think back. Did did you ever? <laughs> I don't know why why I thought this would be a funny topic, but uh, did you ever go on a blind date? Uh, that's actually a good question because we're we might be trying to set our friend up on a blind date. Um, Who are you setting up on a blind date? Our friend Mark uh, with this woman who's a friend of a uh, of someone that uh, doesn't. She lives in uh, our friends that live in New Orleans now, but. Um, the company she used to work for, she, there's a woman there at that company still who's apparently single looking. Uh, and so they kind of, my wife and, and her friend were sort of talking about single people and they were like, Oh, I wonder if these two would like each other. And so we asked our friend Mark if he would be interested in a blind date and he was a little hesitant, but he was like, yeah, maybe I guess. So he's not totally in, but do he's willing to give it a try. Do you, do you now, show him a picture in that instance? Yes, definitely. He's seen a picture. They showed it. So sh- they showed a picture. They sent a picture to her friend uh, before, and she was like, "Oh, he's cute. Yeah, I'd be willing." And then we showed a pic- her picture to Mark, and he was like, "Yeah, uh, oh, she's attractive." Um, and so I think it made it, it made it him a little more easier to like just maybe potentially agree on this. But we decided that we would both. We would. I think if we're going to go through with this, or if my wife is going to go through with this, that they would give the, their the numbers of each other to them. Like we'll stay out of it. We're not going to set that. We're not going to, you know, well, they don't live in the same town. Well, no, 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 no. The friend lives in New York here. The single, the single woman lives in New York. Well, you got to get more involved. No, 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 no. We just give the numbers to each. No, 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 no. You make the reservation. No, you make the reservation. (laughs) Set the time. You put on costumes and hide out in the back of the restaurant and watch <laughs> well, how we, it's going. We thought about that. We will just like show up to the restaurant and be like, hey, <laughs> you're joking. Yeah. That's like, no I, way. I listen, man. I don't, I, I don't, I don't get in people's fucking business. I, I, it's just not who I am. It's never really been my personality. Like you want to go do your thing. You go do your thing. I don't really fucking care. It's a thankless. It's a thing. Like I can't imagine do it. Like there's no way that, it it went. It doesn't. Though it's a it's a slippery slope. It's a dangerous game, right? Because you're for, you're also forcing someone out at that point. Like that, that way, if, if there's you just an expectation, it, like there's an expectation on you as a friend, you know, like it, like for yeah, him, look, that's yeah. like oh, yeah, I don't, I don't like, want, yeah, yeah. It's it's tricky. I uh, I 
What was have, your original question? Have you ever I, been on a blind date? Yeah. Have I been on a blind date? Um, probably, but I don't, I, I honestly, I don't, it's not memorable enough for me to sort of hang on to that memory. If it was, if, if there ever was one or not. Set, no one set you up. I, I, I feel like they probably have a couple times here and there. And you never had to internet date, which is kind of a blind date. Yes, exactly. You never internet dated. I am so glad I don't have to do this. I never internet dated. No. It's crazy. I did. Did you, I, did you ever try when you were single though? Maybe you never were single. Cause I had a few friends who did like those hookup sites. Like when, I, when it was, when it like was first beginning and it was like adultfriendfinder.com and like yeah, those things, no, you know? No, I, I never, di- I never, I never, I never did those either. I, I was too scared. Dating site. I never, I guess I didn't have to. Um, Cause I would just, you know, date my, my next door neighbor for eight years, you know, like that was, <laughs> which is what I did. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, you live two floors down from me and we've talked. Would you like to get in a intimate relationship for multiple years because of the proximity <laughs> of where we live? <laughs> I mean, in one way it's smart. <laughs> yeah. I'm the in shit, way, I'm the shit where hell. you eat captain. I'm, I fucking invented shitting where you eat. Workplace romance, check. Yes. Oh, uh, I never. I don't think. I don't think I ever had that either. Oh, dude, I'm fucking dirty. I'm so gross with it. Like I, I mess up. I mess up everything. Uh, but blind ah. dates. So the reason I said blind date, yeah, uh, is because I was thinking about <laughs> just sort of like my tendency with like a blind date, right? Like I remember I got set up on a blind date once, and uh, and I like I I I felt like I I felt like there was such a pressure for it to work that I like dragged on a blind date romance for like months, like way too long. Like, and I wasn't even necessarily in into it, but I just prolonged it forever. And it was like, (laughs) and I didn't know how to get out of, I was really bad at breaking up. Like I was really bad at breaking up. So I, yeah, tell me about it. This is a story that just popped in my head because I was thinking about it. Just, like, wh- like I just wanted to tell you that part of the story, but then I remember, like, now I remember when I break up. Do you remember that place? It was called shit. It was in Williamsburg. It was over by McCarran Park. I can't remember what it was called. I'm not Iona, but it had a name kind of like Enid. Oh, it was called Enid. Iona. Um, Enid. Enid. It's okay. Right there on the corner. It was like okay. a brunch spot, but it was also a bar. So I was in there, and I was like, I am gonna i'm doing it here and we're sitting at the bar and i'm like trying i'm just struggling to fucking get this breakup to work and it's like it's not <laughs> it's going bad it's going bad and i go into the bathroom and i look at my phone <laughs> this is like when you're like texting with like three digits probably you know like do 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 like one 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 <laughs> three 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 you know like to get your little letters and i see there's a text on my phone and it is a former fl- flame, a former girlfriend, who's like, "You look like you're in such pain right now." Oh my god, <laughs> she was in the. An ex was watching me break up with someone in real time <laughs> in Brooklyn, and she knew it was happening. She could tell my body language that I was breaking up with this person, and it was. Br- I was like, "Fucking my only my life, like only my fucking life could go this bad." Now, my question then is: Was the was the woman you were breaking up with? Did she know you were gonna break up? Like, did she feel it and see it coming herself? She was like trying to fucking resist it. 
Ugh. It was like so re- there was so much resistance that like I was like it was painful. Ugh, I hated it. I, hated I was it. I was so bad at breaking up with people that I wouldn't break up with people. I ghost? I was ghosting people before that was a fucking term. Yo, I was a ghost master. I was so go- I was such a passive aggressive motherfucker. Yeah. I would get letters under my door. Yeah, people that were like couldn't get a hold of me. To be like, I guess we're broken up. I need closure. And I'd be like, the closure is the fact that I'm not returning your calls anymore. Out of the blue. I had one I had one girl, she she left a note. It was fucking on black paper with like a silver you sharpie. You got the note. You got the she note. On my windshield, my car windshield. There you go. In Seattle. Yeah. Girls and, just need that. And then she would call the apartment and my roommate Rob would like answer the phone all the time. And then one night we were there like hanging out or something and she, and he, and she called and he answered and he was like, listen, he's like, he's not here. Like, he's just, he's not here. You know? And he almost said like, take a fucking hint. Like he doesn't want to fucking talk to you, but he's not here or whatever. And I'm, I'm literally, I'm sitting right next to him and she's like, I know he's there, Rob. And she, she sees something like I, I can see him or something. And we were like, oh, what no. the fuck, dude? Oh, like she no. was like stalking us, which is weird because you couldn't see in our apartment from like the street or something. It was like, but there's like but bushes the, blocking the, the, the thing, window. That's the thing, Chris, is that like, so I would do that too. I was terrible at that shit. But yeah. then I was like, I got to try to start breaking up because those, there would be those moments where people would just be at your house. You'd just be like, You'd be like, come home, and you're like, fuck, this person's on my fucking stoop, you know? Like, so I would try to break up. I was terrible at it. One girl, <laughs> one girl I broke, I was like, I'm doing this. I broke up again. This is a Tompkins Square Park. I was like, I'm going to break up. It was, I was hanging out with homies, Molly and a bunch of people, and we're watching TV, and uh, I was like, I got to go break up real quick. <laughs> like, all right. I was like, I'll be right back. And I went and I like, I don't, we sat in the park and I did the whole strained whatever. And my friend, Billy, uh, came just again, people just like to see me wake up. He was trashed, like middle of the day, trashed. And just was like, hey, man, what, <laughs> what, what are you doing in East Village? And I was like, Billy, dude, it's two. Uh, but also like, I'm trying, oh, who's this? You know, <laughs> he's sober now, by the way. Good. Uh, yeah. He, yeah. and I was like, ugh. And then I did the I did the breakup, and it was it didn't go well. And and she uh she went to the hospital. Oh my god! Call, yeah, yeah. She calls. She has her friend call from the hospital. I was like, ex burp is in the hospital. And I was like, I I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, I don't know what to do with that. I'm not like I know what this is, and I'm not going to a hospital right now to, yeah, to man. visit this person. And I was warned about this person. Uh-oh. And I didn't take the warning. I knew I was getting myself into something. And I think that was my last, the last person I had to break up with. Mm. I think then I got into like a serious relationship with my wife after that. Oh, okay. There you go. I Who I never broke up with. Right. Of course. Um, I walked out. I went to a movie on a date with, with someone. We went out a few times. You left Probably in the dating, middle of a Maybe movie? a month thing. But very loosely. Um, and like she had like uh she was she was Greek. And her family owned actually did we talk were, you, were we there, talking about this like in Seattle there used to be there? all these Greek uh pizza restaurants. Yeah, yeah, we did talk about that. Yeah. yeah. So I, which which is a weird phenomenon to me that it was all the all the, all the pizza places in, in like Seattle for a long time were all like Greek owned. Uh which was crazy. But anyway, so her family owned like one of the sort of like the 
prominent pizza places or whatever. Pizza. And leaning tower she, of pizza. like she only wanted to like kind of hang out with me on her terms and like because she wouldn't bring me around her family and all that stuff. And I was like, I don't really fucking care actually. But and then she would like call late at night or something and she would like want to come over and hook up and stuff. And that was kind of our relationship. But then it kind of we tried to make it a little more, I guess. So we went to a fucking movie and it was fucking Mel Gibson movie, like what women want or what women think or something. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the one where he like gets into an accident or something and then all of a sudden he can hear like women's thoughts. He can hear what women's are thinking and stuff. Yeah. And I was like halfway through that that fucking movie. Aged with like a fine wine. (laughs) (laughs) He got like halfway through that movie and I was like, what the fuck am I doing watching this movie? What the fuck am I doing here with her? I'm like, I, I, I can't take this anymore. I literally, all of it. I couldn't take any of it. I, I literally got up and I walked out and she was like, where are you going? And I was like, I don't even know. I'm not honestly, I, I'm not even sure I answered her. You just bounced. Like, I, I just, I'm like, I'm leaving or something. I, maybe I said, and I just like walked out. That's brutal, dude. Yeah. And then I think she, I don't know if she followed me or something. I don't remember, but it, pretty much I wouldn't talk to her after that. That is brutal. I, I can't. <laughs> That's like my, that was like my biggest, like th- breaking up thing. Like I've ever done. I, I feel like that was normally it's just sort of like, I sort of just sort of sort of, you know, creep out the back door. You never, yeah, never, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just stop answering it. Like I, yeah, the, the, the blind date girl, uh, I remember at one point she like went to Africa to shoot a documentary and she came back with malaria. Ooh. And I was like, I can't handle this. Like I just, yeah. and yeah. and I just disappeared on her for like the longest time. I was just like, I just can't. Yeah. I don't, I can't, I can't handle this. Like I don't, yeah. how did people like have kids and get married and do that shit in their like early twenties? Like I would have been the worst. Oh, worst I would have been divorced dad. 17 times. Yeah. Yeah. So many divorces. Yeah. Divorce yeah. on divorce on divorce. Yeah. Well, yeah. what I re what I finally realized in my thirties is that when I was sort of like done with someone, I was just done with them and I didn't want to have anything more to do with them. I was like over all of it. Yeah. Right. Like I just like sex, like whatever. I was just like, Nope, I've reached the point where I'm done and I just can't. I just, and it's not fair. I mean, I was fucking, I was such a fucking asshole. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, there's no, no pride in any of this. Oh, there's no pride in any of this. But I remember I had the same thing where I would be like, I'll, like this is going to sound so fucking bad. We're going to get canceled. Like the show's <laughs> going to get canceled where I would be like, I'm sort of like, over like almost like repulsed yeah does that make sense yeah like i can't i can't listen My, to your voice anymore yeah, I, yeah. You. I just like i can't like i like i would be having like secondary thoughts while kissing being like yeah. this sucks yeah. i hate this yeah like all of a sudden you're like you kiss fucking weird or something. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. oh yeah. man i'm glad i'm not the only one i can't believe we've never talked about this like i don't want to be a like i i was just god go oh god that stress the ghosting stress I was actually fine with it because I would just be like, I'm done. And I just walk away and I'm like, I don't, I don't really want to, I don't want to have a breakup conversation. I just, we're done here. I'm done here. You have to have the breakup. Figure it out. Unfortunately, it's easy. It's just, it's harder. It's hard. I ghosted a job once. I ghosted on a job. (laughs) It was a job. I've worked for this company for like six months and I had this really mean boss, really mean. Like he was like abusive. Like now he was, he's like, Harvey Weinstein abusive, like just brutal. And uh, he went and he sent me to pick up his prescription and I went to pick it up and they're like, it's not ready yet. And I was like, okay. And I went back and he was like freaked out. He's like, what do you mean? It's not ready yet. Like, oh go God. back there. 
it's ready. Don't come back here without it. And I got in the elevator and I was like, I'm literally never going back into that office again in my whole life. <laughs> like, what I'm, was that? I'm, just get, I'm getting on the elevator. I'm getting on the subway. And like it just kept happening. I was like, every step, I'm like, I can't believe I'm further away. I'm like really <laughs> far away. Oh my God, I'm in my apartment. Like <laughs> my phone's ringing off the hook. I just, See, go, I just disappeared. You were quiet quitting before uh, that was a thing. Yeah, I quiet quitted. I quiet yeah. quitted. It did not go over well. I'm sure it's not. What, who was the guy that used to work? Who's that producer guy who was a fucking asshole? Who was fucking Harvey Weinstein? Basically, he was fucking Harvey Weinstein of event production. Tony Melchior? Like yeah. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, Tony Melchior, if you're listening to this, or anyone that knows <laughs> Tony Melchior, fuck that he's guy. Alive. He is. He, fucking miraculously out of shape fucking cokehead. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Just a talk. I don't know how he isn't canceled. I, I, I went for a job interview with, um, uh, shit. What's his name? Um, from usual suspects. Jay. Uh, no, not Jay. Uh, Aaron. The other who? Aaron. Yeah. Aaron. I went for a job interview with him. He was doing some big show or something and he wanted to bring me on. And I was like, yeah, it sounds great. Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, oh, let's, I'll go have you meet like the other, the other people or whatever. And I walked in and it's Tony fucking Melchior sitting at the end of the table. And I was like. Nope, not doing this show. Good for you. <laughs> I literally I think I fucking tanked the fucking interview on purpose. Good for you. I mean, I did a whole thing with him. It was a fucking nightmare experience. I like, I just abusive. Yeah. Just horrible. I, abusive. Yeah. I, yeah. I one time heard somebody say, uh, when I first started stage managing, when I was like picking up stage management gigs, uh, someone once said to me, uh, just be careful you don't turn into Tony Melchior. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's, I hope no one's ever like, be careful you don't turn into Chris Amundsen. <laughs> Probably somebody has said that. Probably. Can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. This is, like, be honest with me. Yeah. Be honest with me. Okay. I was working this event recently, and this guy was like, I've been, he's just working, like, he was working around me. He's like, guy our age. He's like, I've been working with you the last couple of days, trying to figure out who you remind me of. And I think I know who it is. Okay. He's like, have you ever seen that movie, Feel the Dreams? And I was like, yeah. And then he got pulled away. We never finished the conversation. Oh, shit. I know. And I'm like, what was that fuck? Like, I was, I've been looking at... You've got to text the guy. Feel the Dreams. I don't have his number. I don't even know. Who, like, I'll never be able to see him again. But I'm like, I'm really afraid. It's like, like, the, like the fat Babe Ruth guy. Like, I'm really like, I'm freaked out. Like, what if it's James Earl Jones? What if it's Timothy Hutton? It could, it could, it could be Ray Liotta. It could be anybody. Like, I... Could, it, like it, it could run the spectrum of great to like absolutely horrific, and I, yeah. I, it's this mystery. I'm so maybe so, it's Amy Madigan. What? <laughs> I hope That's it is. So weird. I I was gonna say I was sort of joking in a sense, but like Timothy Busfield, maybe. Who's that? He's the, the he's the wife's brother. Who's like yeah, the ginger? I'll great. I'll take that over the guy that plays fucking. You know, one of the fat like white Sox players. Like I was just really afraid of like where this guy was going with this. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, he's like, he go, he literally goes, are you an actor? And I was like, oh, no. so he actually thought you'd probably look like somebody not, but I, I mean, that movie came out when I was 13. Like, <laughs> like there's no, I wouldn't have been like, I don't know what he, he, I don't know who he thought I looked like or who he thought 
Maybe Frank Whaley? Dude, I don't want to know. Like, I, it's Frank Whaley, the kid, the kid that plays like a young Archie young Graham. Moonlight, he plays a young Archie young Graham. Moonlight Graham. Yeah. Maybe that's who. I'll take that. I don't yeah. think that's it, though. I don't know who else it would uh, like. Who else? Anyway, I just was. I, I, it's a, it's a question I'll never have answered. Um, so I, at first, I thought you meant he, he thought you were sort of like the character in the movie. But now that we talk about it, he's, I think he thinks you look like an, one of the actors. Me too. It's got to be, fr- it's probably Frank Whaley. <laughs> I don't know. Ray Liotta? I don't think he'd know Ray Liotta. You'd know that name. Yeah. Yeah. There's the, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, listeners, tell me what you think. I'll take it. I'll take it all. I'll, I'll, I'll take the punches. Taking the punches. I get, you know? Yeah. Just, I'm going to start taking Ozepid. I'll be skinny in no time. You guys will be like, oh, you remind me of uh, Karen Carpenter. Yeah, you remind me of. <laughs> wow, that's pretty fucking skinny. I don't know if you can get that skinny. Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> like a less tan Gandhi. That's what I'm going for. You can get okay. little wire room glasses, a little mustache. Yeah, go bald. Yeah, I'm balding, so it's, I'm, I'm well on my way to future Gandhi. Yeah, okay. Future Gandhi. Uh, we, got, we got 20 minutes left. Let's talk about sports a little bit. Uh, I wanted to tell, I, I don't know if you knew this already, but as of this morning, I learned that Tom Brady is now a minority owner mm-hmm. in the Las Vegas Aces. Yeah. Which, the women's basketball team. Women's basketball team. Yeah. I, uh, and he get, you know, like I, w- I will say this, like I listened to his, like his post, you know, his like, here's why I'm an owner of this team. And it's yeah. genuine. Like I kind of liked him. Yeah. You know, he's like, my sisters were always the best athletes and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I'm excited. I mean, it's just an opportunity for him. Like, let's be honest. But like, I, he's buying into like the bet. Let's like buying into the fucking Yankees. Like, it's not really fair, but it definitely is making me like that team a lot less. Well, like, a lot less. Yeah. A lot less. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to root for a Tom Brady own team. Yeah, I, I noticed a lot of people were sort of, that's what their comments were. They're like, oh, now either. I have to like Tom Brady now, or I, I can't root for the aces as much. Yeah. I, I, I don't think it's mutually like, I don't think that's, that's that you don't have to do that because there's plenty of owners. I fucking can't stand. Oh yeah. I mean, ownership that like, I'm rooting for those teams because the play, I love the players and the coaches. Or yeah. All the dirtbags that own the Sixers, for example, or like any of these partnership groups. Like, yeah, yeah. I, you're right. You're totally right. But Tom Brady's just is like, ugh, Tom Brady. It's also, tell, it's also pretty telling that he's, of all the places he, you know, he could probably buy into, you know, it's it's the Aces, right? Because I I assume he probably has some sort of relationship with with. So why doesn't he fucking go quarterback the Raiders? Mark Davis. Well, that's that's kind of where I was thinking. Is like I wonder, like why that didn't come more to fruition? Because I, I even I think before the season ended, I was thinking like this is probably um I thought that would be a probably good place for him to go because it's all like former Patriots guys. It's Josh McDaniels, blah blah blah. Yeah, it's weird. Like, he could easily go there, but maybe he just was just like, I can't play anymore. Maybe he just finally realized that he just can't do this anymore. It's funny to just hang your hat in Vegas, though. It's like a weird place to want to like. It's kind of a retire. It's kind of like the it's kind of like the Florida of the West Coast. I feel like, except for it just has huge gambling thing. But it, it feels like kind of very retirementy. <laughs> you know, because there's a lot of old people and they go and play fucking slot machines and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, Ugh. it's not. Yeah. My, it's not my kind of town. Yeah. Uh, 
I also did I tell you this? If I if I did, I apologize. I, you know, so I'm working with the uh, Capital One Arena that's owned by the Washington Wizards, also the the uh, Mystics. Mm-hmm. And the person I'm working with, she's a big Mystics person. Like she works, mm-hmm. she's been working for the the organization for years. Uh, Ooh, yeah, like 13 okay. years or something. Um, that's cool. She's kind of mean. Uh, and I was like, let's talk. I wanted to talk WNBA with her, and she was like, the the Liberty are gonna suck. Oh, really? Yeah. She's like, it's just not going to work. It's going to be like the Nets. She's like, I just don't think you can just shovel all this talent onto this team and expect them to be great. She's like, the Aces are still the the team to beat. They're still going to be great. Like, there's no stopping that team. And the Liberty, like, it's it's a fun idea, but I don't think the experiment's going to work. And I was like, God damn you. See, that's interesting, though, because because basically that's what the Liberty or that's what the Aces kind of have been for the last couple of years. And now even more so this year, we're adding Candace Parker. Right. So I don't really get now if I the one thing I would say is like, I don't know I, their coach. She might be a little overrated, although she did have success in Phoenix. She took him to a lot of, I think, finals and stuff and playoff success. But she might not be the right coach for that either, maybe to some degree. Um. I don't know, man. That's a that's a really interesting take. That's her take. Now that's might be a little sour grapes. Right. She might be hating a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh which she's definitely a hater. Like this she's yep. this person's built like a hater. And I mean she just definitely didn't she didn't want to talk about the mystics at all. You okay. know? Uh which I think is telling. Are you gonna uh, suck? Yeah. Yeah, I think they're gonna suck. Like I uh. think she's prepared for them to suck. Hmm. Um, but I'm working with her for like the next like couple months, so it'll be interesting. <clears throat> I'm definitely going to see some some Mystics games. I'm I'm excited to have this relationship with Capital One because I think it, it'll be fun. They play in a shitty stadium that I don't love. Um, but you know. is it the same as the men's team? Like it's the no, same? No, no, it's the same team. It's the same arena as the GoGo. They're like G League team. Oh, okay. It's like it's called like the it's it's got Small. the it's got the worst. It's brand new. It was built in like 2018. It's called like the it, it's called I think it's they were dying for like a, someone to name it and they never did. It's called like the Athletic and Events Center or something. It's terrible. <laughs> it's got, and it's out in this weird part of DC that was built on like a it's kind of like Randall's Island. You know how there's all those like insane asylums or whatever? Like it's built up. It's, yeah. it's you're just around old insane, insane asylums. It's bizarre. It's a bizarre part of town. Uh, but it's a beautiful stadium. It's really new. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, compared to where like the Liberty obviously get to play in a, a nice fancy stadium now, but like, you know, we've seen where they've played in the past. It's not yeah. Great. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm still excited for the NBA or the WNBA season to to happen. I, I, and if the Liberty stumble out of the gate, it's all due to some growing pains. But I still have very high hopes, regardless of what sour grapes. The, yeah, and I think that's the big thing about the WNBA too is that it's never these teams are never like two years ago. We 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 talked about Chicago. With, they were going to be a second half team, and then they won the you know they won the title, right? right and so. Right. I, there's a lot of that because a lot of players are either playing overseas or they're injured or whatever, and they don't come back till halfway through the season. Uh, so it, you always changes the dynamics. And so you always kind of have to um, temper expectations right away too. And, and it's always, I feel like it's always kind of a growth and there's, and there's in the last five years too, I think there's been more and more turnover with, with players with free agency and players changing teams and stuff. It, it used to be, I think they usually really kept their, their players on, on teams. Yeah. Yeah. It's turning more into the NBA. Yeah, way. which is which is actually I think good. But. Yeah, it's it makes it's hard. Like I don't know how important like a dynasty or a team that's always good like 
you know, the storm like <laughs> is to the league. But I, you know, I think it is important that Seattle has good basketball. So I'm, I'm hopeful that like this will just be like a growing pains here, and they can get back on their feet. Yeah, I, I think it's always, um, it's interesting too because they've always like teams, WME teams always trade their draft picks a lot. I, right. I feel like for other players and stuff. So like the Storm, I don't think they have a first round pick this year, and they weren't, and and so they, like you, I think I think that it to me it seems like their model is always like let's let's skip a year or take a year and then we can get right back into the space. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's what's going to happen. And I like that too. I like that about the league and the sport and stuff too. Is that you, it's it's all you can do pretty quick turnarounds. Yeah, I mean I th- let's say the, I'll I'll go going back to Tom Brady and then we can move on to other you know sports. But like it's it's good. It's always good to have that. Like this is not just like a celebrity you know like buying into a team and and for shits and giggles like t- Tom Brady for better or for worse adds a little bit of legitimacy and investment ability uh, investment quality to the league potential yeah and i think that that's good if mm-hmm. you know cuz the, the league needs more teams you know yeah really and i'm sure teams. someone like mark davis who you know is kind of a cash poor guy like I'm sure they they probably welcomes a, a bit of a cash infusion into the into the team and stuff, right? Yeah. Like he's not like yeah, I, all like off season. All I've been reading about is the Raiders can't really make too many moves and stuff because they don't have a lot of actual money. Like there, there's a salary cap, but then there's actually having money on hand because as, as soon as you do you sign one of these players for all this guaranteed money stuff, you have to put that money into escrow, right? Which means you need fifty to a hundred million dollars to go sit in a fucking bank even though you're not paying it for three to five years, like you still need that money. And and that's not something Mark Davis is one of those uh, owners that doesn't have that kind of cash lying around to do that kind of stuff. I guess I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah. So that's why a lot of these teams are there's like, there's, there's like these teams that are always kind of struggling stuff to some degree or don't sign free agents a lot, or they make stupid decisions. And then it kind of hurts them for a few years is because they don't sort of have that sort of uh, financial wherewithal basically to, to kind of keep doing that kind of stuff. That's where like Jerry Jones, and all of those things, they just fucking print money. Right? right. And like the Yankees and stuff, cause they can just fucking print money. But, like, uh, the whole reason like the Yankees or the, the Raiders moved to, to Vegas was because he didn't have to spend too much money to like build a stadium and get all that. stuff. So it was all fucking done for him. Basically. Well, that's, I had no idea. That's really, yeah. oh. I think it's an interesting component too. When you, when we start talking about sports now and teams and billionaires and stuff, it's like, I mean, like he never, they, they don't, the, the Davises don't have a fucking business, right? Like that they generate their money from. It's football. That's it's, I mean that's the, the, the Raiders. That, yeah, that that goes back to like I mean that's it's a it's a smaller version of that, but you like the Pittsburgh Pirates, like because there there are no caps or ceilings, which is what actually MLB should have is not a like a should have a, a, a floor or whatever you know, like they should have a salary mm-hmm. floor, not a salary cap. Uh, you've got people like Bob Nutting who own the Pirates, and like that's how he supports all of his other business ventures. Mm-hmm. So it has to have low overhead. Mm-hmm. He can't spend a lot of money on it because he needs the capital from the team to keep his mm-hmm. right wing newspaper running. You know, right. it's like, and he's got loans or more, you know, whatever. And like, yeah, he just leverages himself. Yeah. Basically. So it's it's you know, I hate it. Anyway, uh, moving right along, Chris, have you been watching any uh, college basketball? No. Yes. Are you a little uh, bit? Like I started watching a little last night, but I only I, I turned the Michigan State Kansas State game back on at the end because it was close and it got exciting at the end. But otherwise, I tried to start watching from the beginning and I was like, nah, this is boring. Yeah, I haven't watched any. I do, I do, you know, I do like um, the Kansas State story. You know? Yeah, sure. Like I'm I'm all I'm all about I'm all about Keontae Johnson. Like I love the like bet on yourself thing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and the point guard is like, he's like there, he's the classic small point guard, you know, who's getting all the publicity and stuff now. Right. He's, yeah. he's the new, uh, you know, all those guys, I can't think of their names now off the cuff of my head, of course, but like all those little guys who came through, you know, and, and made a big splash in the tournament, you know, made a name for themselves. And it's great. He's, it's like, it's so, it's almost so obvious now that like, if I'd known about that guy early on, I would have been like, oh yeah, I'm going to like, I'm going to bet on him to make, make a run. Yeah. I think that it's, I'm, I'm excited for the Zags sneaking in. Cause I got good coin on them. Tennessee ate, ate their, like fucked me. So I'm, I got them out on Tennessee, Kansas. I'm screwed. Basically I've, I'm ride or die with Houston and the Zags right now in order to make any money. And I'm not placing any more bets. I'm really nervous Houston's going to lose tonight. Mm. Uh, I don't have a lot of good tips. I think that Alabama is an easy win tonight if you're betting. I'm, I have no idea what the line is, but that's that to me is like easy money. And I'd- I was reading I was reading on ESPN today. Uh, just basically the the theme so far is underdogs and unders. Unders, like, good. Take the underdogs and take the unders because that's that's what's been happening most of the. Well, yeah, games. I mean, if you would have just, I was talking to somebody recently, like, uh, if you bet, if you would just bet unders, like, just like been like five dollars on every under, you would be you you would have made your money, like, or not like you could do that with underdogs and unders too. Like, it's it's the the tournament. It's hindsight is twenty twenty, but like moving forward, if I'm looking at tonight's games, I wouldn't put anything. I like I wouldn't hit San Diego State, but I would hit Miami against Houston. Princeton, are we? Are you? Do you? Are you a believer? You know, like I don't know. I don't feel like I am. And Texas, I think. I think I'd go. I'd take the Xavier over Texas if I like of all the underdogs to win tonight. And that's only a three-two. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's anybody's like. There's no teams of note. Like, who's like the highest profile team in this in this tournament right now. I mean, it's Alabama just for the season and but, for but, but, maybe but some Alabama, off- but, but Alabama's not a shit. Like when, when have you ever known Alabama, the college team, you know, like, no, you know, no, like, I know. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I, you know, I was also, UConn? UConn is like the, I guess you a little right? bit of resurgent there. They're, they look pretty good actually. Yeah. I mean, that's who I would like UConn Zags. Like those are the only, uh, other than that, like, wouldn't it be really interesting if, it's if not great. I go, wins the tournament this year being so like uh, you know like one of their their sort of lowest profile teams that's what i said that's what i said last week i was like watch the zags because the pressure's off they're not yeah that's right they're not the team that like everyone all eyes on me like they're finally going in the back door a little bit i like it like that's why like hey you like the back door you know me baby deep fake (laughs) i got a fucking deep fake of me fucking drew timmy it's awesome. <laughs> I watch it. I watch it to get myself off. Fan. As long as long as as long as it's like Houston and Alabama, I think Houston's got to make it. Yeah, it has to be Houston. Houston yeah. Gonzaga would be my favorite final. It can't, I can't. It can't be like Xavier. It can't be like Alabama. Like it just can't be. I mean, the one thing, I guess Kansas State now, because it's either Kansas State or it's FAU coming out of the, the so East. Kansas State, I, I, like, Kansas State's the story team. You want it to be, it's, it, yeah, you want they it to be Kansas to. State, Gonzaga, right? Like, that's the, that's the, that's, those are the teams you want over there. Yeah. And then you want, like, you definitely want the Houston, Alabama game, because that's yeah. the only good game. Yeah. Who gives a fuck about Princeton? Creighton? Creighton? Mm. Ugh. 
Yeah. So the only thing, in Texas usually sort of always like like uh, uh, like um, Tennessee and stuff. I feel like they always underachieve at some point. You know where they're supposed to be good, and like this year, I thought Tennessee was going to do it. Yeah, they like they have a. uh, I think they had the coaching change right. It was during the season where the guy got fired or whatever for beating his wife. Um, And so, like Texas seems to be sort of like, in a way, I I know they're the two seed, but they're they don't seem good. But then I read that they're I think they're top fifteen in both offensive and defensive efficiency, and that's usually what wins the championships. Uh, um, I mean, what the fuck? Like, I gotta. I, I gotta that was, and I don't necessarily like Texas. I don't actually like. I don't. I don't like Texas. All, I, I, I don't like any. Like in college basketball, I hate fucking big football programs. Yeah. Like I don't want to see Alabama do well. I don't right. want to see Texas do it well. I don't want to see teams who already have their annoying fucking like class fan base like get riled up most of the year. Right. I just don't want to see it on basketball. Like I'd yeah. rather see a Creighton or a fucking Xavier. Like teams are like the fans co- like basketball's what they have, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of why I like the what, yeah, like the Creightons and like the FAUs, Kansas yeah. State stuff cuz it's Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're like the basketball school. Yeah, get yeah, get the fuck out of here, Alabama. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, Alabama. Yeah, Bama. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Make a deep fake of that. <laughs> <laughs> just, just fucking, just a bunch of like a human centipede of Nick Saban. <laughs> just the A logo, just running on the train. <laughs> Something so stupid. <laughs> the A logo does look like it's got like a little dick, right? It's got like little things on the end where you can just, you could totally just like yeah, you just make it a dick. Yeah, <laughs> a dick in a hairpiece. <laughs> Basically, the Alabama logo looks like Donald Trump. Oh, it does. Oh my god! I can't unsee it now. Yeah, it's just Donald Trump. Yeah, it's all wide-bodied with the little flip yeah, at the head. bottom. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> that <is> so stupid. <laughs> all right, well, let's fucking end it there. I don't like. I got. Uh, I got no gambling tips for anybody other than like hit Giannis hard in the MVP conversation. It's gonna happen. Uh, I love it. It gives people a way to not vote for Embiid, but also not feel like they're racist. So, Jokic, yeah. Big up to, big up to, what did I say? Did I say Nurkic, Turkic, Jokic, Jokic? Um, Jerkic? Jerkic? Yeah, Jerkic. Um, you got anything else you want to talk about quickly? Nope. Okay, great. Yep. All right, well, uh, go esports. Have a great, have a great day. Bye. Bye.